Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special super duper extended edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us on the Sunday as we talk about Avengers Endgame. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? Hello, hello. Got a sore throat, but I'm ready to talk Avengers. All right. So excited. Yes. Let's talk about the spoiling stuff. Let's let, all no holds barred here. Let's go all out spoilery here. Uh, first off, I, I think we, as we said before in, in the last episode, the whole we expected to go one way. I think the fact that Thanos got killed was like what was the point that we're like, oh, story is not what we're expecting. Yeah. Once that happened, <laughs> the story just changed in my mind. I was like, I thought that was going to be the end, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, okay. Oh, Thanos is in control of the universe now. He's got the he's got the gems. Let's go after him. And that's gonna be the whole film. Like ten minutes later, Thor cuts his head off and you're like, that what in the heck? Cause yeah, it's too easy. He's weak at this point. He's like he's a changed man after what happened with the snap. Yeah. He's, he's not the same Thanos. He like he walked like an old man. You could the way he was walking and stuff, it was just his prophecy was done when he made the stab. So yeah. he was out of it from there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was only, it was three weeks later when this happened too, which I like. It wasn't like we had a little time to go, you know, obviously it's not like, oh, there's Thanos. Let's just follow him from the last film. It's, you know, they let a little thing, some of the dust settle a little bit. And, you know, I, I like that too. So, uh, um, go ahead. You're no, um, I just, that's what I was just going to like that. What, do you, what were you going to say? Um, well, this film can be broken up into three parts. Okay. First part, I'm calling The Leftovers. If you watch the movie, the TV show Leftovers, you'll know what I understand. Mm -hmm. Second part is Back to the Future 2. Which they, I'm glad they even made those references in the film. Oh, so we're doing a Back to the Future thing here? <laughs> like, like, good. It, it's basically Back to the Future 2. It screamed Back to the Future 2. It felt like I was watching that film. And uh, Act 3 is Endgame. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So those are three parts. The first part, let's let's dig into that with with Tony Stark and Nebula starting off, um, broken, both broken, mm -hmm. on the verge of death. Um, Tony is at kind of like he's at the end of his rope, and I thought, oh my god, is he going to die right here? And that's it. You know, they could have done that, and they were, they, you know, it would have worked. Keep going. Yeah, it, it would have worked. Um. Yeah, did when he said when he was making that message, did you think that that was going to come back around at the end of the film somewhere? No, I'm not at that point. No, I was just in awe at that point. Me too. I was I I you know, I didn't expect, you know, him to die. I was like, "Oh, okay, he's making a message. It's going to be a sad moment here and then But it definitely could. And then I I would be okay with it if they went that direction, but of course they went the WTF route and brought Captain Marvel along to save them. Um, it would have been nice to know where that came from, because if you remember, uh, the end credit scene from Captain Marvel, they showed her talking to the group about what's going on, what happened. You notice that wasn't in the movie at all. Right. So I think in the back of my mind, what happened was they were probably saying, go get Tony Stark at that point. Right. That's what I think. What do you think? I mean, it makes sense, but it did feel kind of, I mean, if you did not look at that scene at all, it kind of was like, it felt a little hokey. It's like, oh, they're going to die. Oh, here's Captain Marvel. She's saving the day. But it was 21 days, right? Right. That's two weeks. Three weeks. Uh, three, weeks. three weeks. Three weeks. So the timing doesn't make any sense. 
because you said when they go kill Thanos, it was three weeks. Okay, so may, I don't know how long after that this this. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's like the same time almost, but yeah, it was because, yeah, because Tony was there, still in space at that moment, at that time, he wasn't down on Earth, yeah. right? So, right. Yeah, I mean, it could have happened like right after. <clears throat> so I, I mean, that's that's cool and all. She saves a day. I don't know if I liked it, but I went with it. Had to go with it. Yeah, went with it. You know, he he came back. Um, he's a withered Tony Stark. Um, he needs to get his sea legs back. You know, um, you know. And then we they went through like all this mourning. You know, have you seen the TV show Leftovers? I have. Okay, so do you get that feeling? Because it's like half the world is gone. I think a quarter of the world was gone in that show. Yeah, something like that. So they brought back those kind of feelings. You know, like uh. What are we going to do? How are we going to dig ourselves out of this? You know, it was good. I didn't expect that at all. I didn't expect them to go down this route, but it mm-hmm. was probably good because it kind of touched on what happened with Infinity War. Well, and I like the fact that they had those wall memorials too, which you see a little later in the film of all the people that yeah. went missing. That was dark. It was. It's like, ooh. But I did like that because there was some way to to remember, memorialize these people that have literally left existence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yes. Um, let's see what else do we have here. <laughs> I just um, well, the Wikipedia. Well, I mean, you know, next thing is uh, they got to figure out how to fix this. Um, they're like, we got to find Thanos. We gotta, we gotta kill him. We gotta get the stones back. Right. So that's when they bring in Nebula, and we we they ask Nebula, do you know where he is? They mentioned that that oh my god, this the there was a heat signature that matched what happened when Thanos did the snap from this planet. Nebula says he was in the garden. Like, okay, that's where he is. Let's go get him. That's what we're talking about. They were able to get to Thanos within 10 minutes of watching the movie, you know, Thor had to redeem himself somehow. Mm -hmm. So he's like going to cut off his head. Um, But at that same moment, the stones were gone. Thanos had moved the, used those stones to uh, destroy themselves. Destroy themselves. So they're like, uh, we're screwed. What do we do well, now? Well, that's the thing. So you know, I mean, where do you go from there? The stones are gone. Yeah. Like, is this the end of the movie? I'm like, we still have two hours and fifty minutes to go. Yeah. I I will tell a fib here. I did read about this early on because people had said there's some time travel in this movie. And now we know what the time travel is. Well, I mean, when half of the planet disappears, dies, doesn't exist anymore, you figure mm-hmm. you figure time travel is going to come into it. Well, there was other ways they could have taken it because in in other comic book uh, renditions of this, when he does a snap, peop, the people that are died are trapped in the Soul Stone. Hmm. So they could have done the thing where they went into the soul stone. They did that in one of the comics and then got the people out. Right. Adam Warlock. That was the Adam Warlock. Okay. Infinity gauntlet story. They could have gone that route, but they went the time travel route, which is a hard thing to pull off. You know, all about time travel movies. Yeah. There's always, there's always questionable things in there that you can do, but it takes five years for us to get to that point. I think the five years, was put there intentionally by the Marvel folks because it's going to take five years before we get to another Avenger level movie after this. That's why they used the five years. 
which there's so much. Yeah, well, that's the only reason they put the five years in there. Trust me. Yeah, but then at the end of the film, does that mean it's 2023 for the next Marvel film? No, the next team up will be 2023. Okay. The next Marvel films are going to be like uh, Black Widow. Uh, but when uh, when are they going to take place? Are they going to take place in 2020 when the next film comes out? Or is it going to be 2023 as according to? It's going to be 2023, but it's going to be like these things are going to happen in quick succession. You know, like boom, 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 so, boom, boom. So we're going to have films coming out. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So in 2023 comes around, we'll probably catch up to the time. So they'll slow time down somehow in the movies. and So it won't be – so when tw- in 2020, it won't be 2025 in the movie because it's not five years in the future. Right. Okay. That could work out. <clears throat> yeah, so you got the time – five years jumps – and then we also find out where uh, Scott Lang is. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't gone. He's actually stuck in the quantum realm. And then a rat gets him out. Um, of all things, yeah. To do, which felt like an Ant Man type of move. Yeah, it it matched. You know, so he's out. He comes and finds them. He also finds his daughter, which was kind of touching. His daughter had aged five years, and she's in a a teenager now. Cassie Lang. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from there, then comes the whole time travel aspect. What are they going to do? Um, Scott Lang tells them about the quantum realm. They try to talk to Tony Stark and say, Hey, you need to help us do this. He rejects the idea. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm happy here. I'm happy. I've got my daughter Morgan. Life is good. I want to be a dad for a lot longer, mm-hmm. but something is like clawing at him, you know? He needs right. to help. Right. And he, he magically <laughs> figures out time travel because he's that smart. Oh, I know the Mobius strip, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, done. Like, oh, time's up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. But during that time, they also talked to Bruce Banner to see if he can, you know, figure it out. And Hulk is like a change. <laughs> he looks totally different than his other self. <laughs> it's, it's a merge between the two. Right. This actually happens in the comics. Mm hmm. Uh, I forgot which ones, but yeah, this is, this is Hulk plus brute banner embracing the Hulk, you know? Well, he's a smarter Hulk. Well, I'll tell you right now. It's a, what if comic number two, they actually did that before they actually oh, put it. Okay. Uh, I actually have that comic. What if com- it's, what if uh, Bruce Banner's mind was in the incredible Hulk, but it wasn't, oh, okay. it wasn't like, like, like he looked like both type of thing. It wasn't like a merge of the two looks. It was like just the Hulk. But he was a doctor inside. Yeah. But I love the look. I love the fact that you still see clearly that it's um, Mark Ruffalo's face. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a, a bulkier, greener version of him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a different Hulk. He doesn't look the same. Yeah. Um, but it's funny how he was embracing being the Hulk. And he's got like celebrity. He's like a celebrity. And those kids walk up mm-hmm. to him. That was cool. Um, I also enjoyed like the comedy when they were trying to send Scott Lang back and you know he turns into a baby and then he turns into an <clears throat> old man and that was hilarious because I think I peed myself I think I don't know if it's the baby or the old man version or maybe just this yeah. one yeah um but we then we get you know uh Tony coming back he, he's got the solution he's got of these course. little wristbands yeah of course. He's like, here you go. Made him. Let's go. Easy peasy. Um, but what did you think about them referencing all those time travel movies? 
Were you like, yes? I'm glad they did because, yeah. I mean, like you said, they stole Back to the Future too. So you might as well just mention it. Like Rick and Morty rip openly says that they're ripping off something. So I'm glad that they rip basically said we're ripping off Back to the Future part two. I like how they called it a time heist. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Haven't heard this before. It's like, like been there, done that. But yeah, I, I do like the fact that they do mention that um, because we only have so many trips to do this because they only have so many vials of the Pym, Pym particle. Right, exactly. So, because Hank Pym is no longer around, spoilers, haha. Uh, so they get they get like two tests. They accidentally do one. They go, we got one test, and then enough for everybody to do one round trip. Oh, we forgot about um, Ronan or uh, Hawkeye, right? As he's named, um, he went out. He went crazy once his you know his family is gone, and um, Natasha uh, finds him. In yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, that whole thing. I was like, who is this person? And all of a sudden he takes his, his hood off. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, that was from the comics. He he turned into a, a rogue character. And he was called Ronin in the comics. They didn't call him Ronin here, but that's basically who he was. And, uh, you know, he's the first one to do the tests. Mm-hmm. You know, he went back in time and he saw his kids and then he was brought back. So they tested it. It works. Right. You know. So this, and then, they, and then this is the part where this is like I want to say the fan service part of it, where it's like, hey, we got to go all back in time. Let's reference all the films that we can in here. Let's do the Back to the Future two part now, where we're going to put you into a previous film. I, I think that was that was cool in the sense that it, it was fan service, but yeah. it was it was warranted in this yeah, instance. I totally agree with you. I lo- I love the fact that they did that. It's fan service, but it's fan service. For a story element, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, so you did get to see all their greatest hits, you know. But before we even get to that, let's talk about Thor. Okay, let's do that. Probably the funniest part of the whole film is we go to New Asgard and go to see Thor. His hair's grown out. Looks like it's got like dreadlocks. His beard's grown out. And he's got a huge beer gut. <laughs> I think Thor steals this movie i was expecting him to eventually clean up or something in this film and he didn't and i'm glad he didn't i also think that that's chris hemsworth's doing because he he's like found a new avenue in being in comedy Mm -hmm. he likes comedy he excels at comedy you know yeah um but yeah he looks like the dude he's the dude from uh (laughs) he is he really was and I was expecting, I'm like, oh, he'll clean up his hair and all this stuff, and he'll be back to him old self. I'm like, nope. I'm like, good. I like him this way. Well, he's just as strong as he was before. He might be a little slower. Right, but I, I just love that he didn't try to change to what we know as Thor. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we got to see them, and then they go off and do their time travel missions. They get it like, hey, you guys do, go get these stones. We'll get these stones, blah, blah, blah. So that's the time heist part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, comedy ensues from there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you uh, think of the uh, Stanley cameo? The last cameo we're going to get for Stanley. That obviously did that like hundred percent CGI. I don't know if it was, but it was pretty good. I don't know how they did it. I think they probably did it with some mocap. There was probably an actor st- uh, sitting there. Mm-hmm. And since it went by so fast. Yeah. You probably tricked your eyes. Because yeah. we knew we knew beforehand that this was going to be the last Stanley appearance in a film, even though 
he didn't film it. So it's yeah. kind of a good way to go out. And I liked it. It was just a quick little, hey, that's Stan Lee. Nice. They're actually going to release a uh, like a, a compilation of all the behind the scenes of Stan Lee making the Marvel movies. Oh, wow. That's going to be cool when it comes out. That is cool. There was a years ago. They probably have updated it. There's a on YouTube a supercut of Stan Lee's appearances in all Marvel films, not the MC, yeah. not all the MCU films, but all the Marvel films, like the Incredible Hulk TV show films and all that stuff too, from like the '90s. Right, but this is going to be actually behind the scenes video, so it's going to look cooler. Oh, you know, you know, this box set's going to be amazing when it comes out. Yeah, I think they said they're going to release it with the Avengers uh, box set. So, oh, good. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about the time travel team heist, you know, thingy? You already know the answer to this question. No, I don't. I love the time travel stuff. I know you do. I love when you in- take one movie and put it into another film, like Back to the Future 2. It was great. It was a blast. It was nice to be reminded of all these other films that I haven't seen in years. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of oh, yeah moments for me. <clears throat> um. Any any of these that are any of these paradoxes that you're like BS calling BS on? I did not call BS on any of them that I could think of. I just was enjoying the moment. Okay. Okay. I, I did. I was kind of shocked, and it was kind of nice to see though they had Red Skull in this too. Red Skull was in the last one. Yeah, but I like the fact that because he's not one of the big big villains from the entire series. I'm glad to see him again. Just a little piece here, like oh yeah, you yeah. get the to get the the Soul Stone. One of you has to you know die mm-hmm. yeah yeah like well the thing is that that particular one i thought would have been addressed and it wasn't addressed because nebula said my sister died yeah they didn't put two and two together that someone's gonna have to die i know it's i don't know why they didn't do that i know it makes sense for <laughs> the story but still and did you expect the did you expect um uh N- natasha to go or did you expect uh hawkeye to go? i thought it was going to be hawkeye i really did i did too and when hawkeye jumped over i'm like oh that's probably what's going to happen and then natasha surprised everyone by like you know boomeranging yeah. him or whatever i thought it was pretty it was a pretty tense moment i teared up a little bit you know it was sad i mean we knew somebody had to go but i was expecting him to go and not her yeah that was going to be the logical choice because, like, he's sacrificing himself for his kids. But at the same moment, he it means more to him than Natasha. Mm-hmm. You know, Natasha doesn't have any kids, doesn't have any family. Her family is them, right? Know? So, um, yeah, the other stuff was pretty cool too. The other uh, team ups, the whole Nebula thing about her. Like being able to communicate with her past self mm-hmm. on the same network. I thought they could have thought about that, but I'll let it slide. I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I let it slide, but I do like it because it, 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 ch- it changes the way things are going to go, you know, because, um, uh, Thanos now knows what's going to happen. It was smart writing to do that. It was, it makes sense logically. Oh, totally. There, there's two instances of her. It's her her network is probably going to make a call back to get online. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I so I like that. I like that there was that twist <clears throat> twist in this. It wasn't just how let's all get the stones, don't get noticed, and we'll go back. The one WTF moment 
from all that was when uh, Loki grabbed the uh, whatever the Tesseract. Mm. Um, because in that scene, you know, uh, who was it? Ant Man and Tony were trying to get the Tesseract from, you know, Avengers Tony. Right. Um, by sneaking into his, uh, his, what is that thing called? His arc reactor, making him have a, uh, a heart, heart attack. attack. Yeah. And, uh, Loki got away with a stone. They never revisited that. No, it was like, ah, oh, we don't have enough time to do it. <laughs> but I mean, I've been watching a lot of videos today. I bet. They, they suspect that that is an alternate timeline that just started because they never recovered it. So there is a Loki's TV show coming up on Disney Plus. And that's I wonder what I'm if thinking. Take take place. I'm thinking that. I mean, because because we know that show is coming out, so maybe that's alternate timeline. We could do whatever we want now with Loki. Yeah, I mean, all of these could be alternate timelines, but they kind of like poo poo that when the ancient one says, "If you return the stones in the exact same spot that you took them." those alternate timelines, they won't branch out. Right, right, because they're still there and the events keep continuing as they normally would have. But I think the Loki timeline is, it's its own thing, its own branch. Right. Yeah. Now, what'd you think of Captain America fighting Captain America? I thought that was awesome. I did too, but I was thinking that the older version would kind of, would lose because he's older. Well, I thought the same thing, but then I also thought he's got more on the line and he's he knows a hundred percent what he was back then. Right. And he could push a little harder, mm -hmm. you know, push his buttons more. Right. That's what I think. Um I like his little that's America's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the comedy moments. Yes, that was that that was great. Love that stuff. Uh, where do we go from here? Present day. Uh, they all, all right. they got so the stones. They all came back. They got the stones. Um, it looks like they start researching how to make a glove. Um, because you know, uh, that's the one thing that was kind of strange in Infinity War. You had to fashion a glove from a star, right? You know, this one, it just took Tony like taking one of his his hands. And putting them together so yeah it, it felt like tony was like was like the uh, scapegoat for stuff like this like oh we're gonna do time travel here you go oh we need a glove here you go like, okay he's the smartest one there yeah you can figure it out yeah um it made sense that you know uh the hulk would be the one to wear it because we saw what happened to uh to thanos when right. he put it on his whole side of his his arm was melted right you know um, I did not expect what happened after that, where, you know, uh, Thanos showed up and just like obliterated Avengers, the Avengers, uh, mm -hmm. facility, just like obliterated it. It brought me back to Iron Man. Was it Iron Man three when, uh, Tony's house was blown up? It was, it, I think it, yeah, it was three because at the end of the film, it seemed like he was not going to be Iron Man ever again. Right. It brought me back to that because it looked the same way when they blew up his house. Mm -hmm. it, it had the same kind of feel. So I wonder if that was a nod to that. It could have been. Um, but yeah, then we have hot potato with uh, the glove. <laughs> yeah. 
hot potato between uh, Hawkeye and Spider Man and yep and uh, Captain Marvel. Um, but but the scenes where you know it's the original Avengers against Thanos that was sweet. Yeah. It was Iron Man, Thor, Captain America fighting um, fighting Thanos. That was that was beautiful. Basically, a redo of the scene from the last film with with the original Avengers. Yeah. Which I loved. Yeah. I love that scene. I love them fighting. Um, I love, love, loved the Captain America and Mjolnir mm. scene. That Everybody in the theater roared when that happened. Oh, yeah. It's been rumored on. It actually happened twice in the comics where he's he's wielded Mjolnir. Um, but him, you know, getting the hammer, mm-hmm. hitting Thanos in the face, um, that whole thing was just perfect. It that was. was directly out of the comics, you know. And we've been waiting for it for a while. And it finally happened. Yeah. But then the scene when everybody shows up, you know, that was cool. And I, that makes sense because uh, Doctor Strange already know what's going to happen. So I think once he came back alive, he's like, okay, I know what I need to do. I need to assemble all these people together. Mm-hmm. Open all these portals, you know. That was just epic. It really was. And it was it was warranted. You need an epic ending to this kind of thing. Well, yeah, we you knew that was going to happen somewhere in the film where everybody's going to come in. You're going to have that scene with everyone showing up. Yeah, it's a culmination of ten years. So to have everyone show up, I mean, that must have been hard <clears throat> to do. Um, but definitely warranted. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, then it then from there, the hot potato thing got a little old. Mm-hmm me and then captain marvel saving the day was kind of like i knew that was going to happen in the back of my mind something had to she hadn't showed up yet yeah we saw what she did in captain marvel where she could take down a ship Mm -hmm. that made sense she's got she's very op right um which that part was kind of like concerning like she could take on thanos herself yeah, that's the thing. But of course, we can have her in the last film because the beeper wasn't used. So, but yeah, this film could have been a lot shorter if she just showed up and said, okay, end game, done, bye. Yeah. Um, but then the, the bittersweet moment there where, uh, you know, Iron Man steals the jewels away from, from Thanos. I love it. On his well, you, you don't even see that part yet where, 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 where Thanos is like, gonna, he's like, he snaps and nothing happens. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange kind of gave it away when he showed up and he put his finger up like this. Uh-huh. He that was a telegraph moment to like, yeah, sorry. Uh huh. He also said, "I can't tell you what's going to happen or it won't happen." You know. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like spoilers. Yeah, but yeah, it was so bittersweet with uh, Iron Man. Just um, had to be done. Yeah, had to be done. I, I think I, I I heard a lot of sniffling in the audience. Uh-huh. Well, I was probably one of them. Well, he's the first Avenger, you know, in 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 terms of these movies. So yeah, um, he's the first movie. So it's, it's sad to see him go. Yeah, um, but him snapping his fingers was so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Obliterating all those those baddies. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and then what? What do you want to talk about next? I guess the the funeral scene happens after that. That is the let's get everybody in in one place at once. Everybody and anybody who's been in a Marvel film to show up. Right. I think that was all all blue screened. 
or green screen. It, it seems like it had to be because I think it would have been impossible to get all those people together to do that one scene. Yeah, for them to do that sweeping movement where they go through the whole entire cast would have been hard to get everyone on that stage for once, but it was still cool to see. It was. Did you recognize somebody that stood out that you didn't recognize? There was a kid in the background, and I didn't know who he was. I had to look him up. Okay, tell me. Um, so the kid that there was a kid that's like grown up a little. He's a teenager now, or in his twenties. He was a kid from Iron Man three. Yes, that helped Tony out. Yeah, I read about that too. I did not know that. That was that was nice that they did that. It bothered me because I recognized everyone else. I'm like, who is this kid? So. I saw it. I saw it. I I saw him in there. I didn't know, and I did read an art one of the articles, millions of articles out there today. And I'm like, that was smart that they did that. Yeah, that was just like a little fan service moment. Uh -huh. I don't know. I have a theory. Maybe he could don the Iron Man suit. Well, I don't know. Could. We can talk about that after we get to probably the 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 last scene of the film. I guess really the last part of the film where. Uh, Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Captain uh, Captain America. Let's jump to Captain America. Captain America, you, you have one job to do. You go back. You put the stones back. You had one job to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back, put the stones back exactly where they were, then come back here. <laughs> Be gone for five seconds for us. Could take him as long as he wants. That's right. And then what does he do? He returns the stones, and then he goes back to Peggy. He takes the long way around. Took the long road, and uh, he lives out his life with Peggy, and he shoves up as an old man on a bench in front of them. What did you think of the of the makeup on him? Because that obviously was Chris Evans. That was Chris Evans, and I did not recognize him. You know, that was some major, major makeup or CGI. Because I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, they got. An, I'm like, okay, old man playing this part, and then all of a sudden, I keep watching. I'm like. That's really Chris Evans. That's not an old man. That's some. That's Chris Evans in makeup, and they did a hell of a job on him. Well, I wonder if it's his father. They may have took some stuff like looking at his father, probably to. They might have, but they did it. They did a great job of old man Chris Evans. They did, yeah. Um, I'm looking at his father. It looks a lot like his father. His father could have been a stand-in. They, for all we know, they might have used his father. And just uh, did some CGI on him. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was also another bittersweet moment because people were saying that, you know, Chris Evans is, this is the last film. He even said it by mistake on Twitter and people like, what do you mean? Well, and, uh, well, I mean, obviously let's talk about that too, because at the end of the film, he gives his shield over to Sam Wilson. Which happens in the comics. Sam Wilson did play. Captain America for a period. And this lets people know, and I've I've said this a billion times to, on the podcast, this lets people know who aren't comic fans that other people can, can be the same superhero. That's true. You know, I mean, there can be another Iron Man. There can be another Thor. There can be obviously another Captain America. So I- There has been. Yeah, yeah. there has been. <clears throat> there have been in the comics, but people who don't watch the, don't read the comics, only know these films, would only assume that Steve Rogers is Captain America and nobody else can be. End of discussion. Bucky has also been Captain <laughs> America. Exactly. In, in, the, in the comics. Exactly. So this kind of says, hint, hint, phase four, new Captain America. 
I did watch a video and I want to talk about it. Go ahead. Um, where uh, this guy Comics Explained is his YouTube channel theorized that Captain America made a huge mistake by doing this. Where when he went back with Peggy, that's another timeline. And he's saying that Marvel's going to use that to introduce um, maybe the X Men or something like that. Because if he doesn't. Um, become Captain America, then S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be different. And all these other domino effects going to happen. Right. Do you agree? It could, but I don't think they're going to do that. Because do you agree that, that when he stayed with Peg, he was an alternate timeline? Yeah. Be, the reason I'm it has to be an alternate timeline because is when old man Chris Evans is there, he's still Captain America to everybody. This timeline hasn't changed. But he could have been in hiding. He could have been really good at hiding and like, I know it's going to happen, but I'm not going to take part. Like he could have been with Peggy and Peggy could have kept him a secret. And then it would have been everything as usual, right? Yeah, we could have go down that road, but I'm just going to say alternate timeline. That's a, that's a okay. lot of work. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, um, I'm just going to go alternate timeline. Um, I take it for what it's worth in this film. I'm not going to break it apart, but it it is a sad slash happy ending that him and Peggy spend the rest of their lives together. I'm happy he didn't die and I'm happy they ended his, his arc this way where mm -hmm. he actually gets the girl. He gets to live the life he wanted to live. Had he not been frozen 70 right. years ago. Right. Which yeah. is more like 80 now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other part of me also thinks about he's got the super soldier serum, so he's not supposed to age like us. So he's probably a lot older. That's true. Um, yeah. All right. So let's talk about the, the because you don't want to do it in the other episode. Let's talk about the uh, credits, the, um, the, the final scenes, because there is no after credit or post or mid credit scene out there. There's not, but there are some some nods to all the characters, and they show little little slicks of each character from a a scene from their movies, and the main cast they show their signatures along with their names, mm -hmm. and that was a, a cool nod. Um, it's like a, a big thank you for their work, I think. Yeah. Um, um and somebody, uh, one of the videos I watched said that that they did this at the last Star Trek movie, but I don't know which one. I don't know. I, I don't remember the credits of those films. I we never looked at them after when Marvel came out. That's the only ones we really care about. Yeah, but it was a nice way to to end the series, the 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 this version of the Avengers. Um, and we talked about this off air, but there was a post credits sound played. And I wish I would have stayed in the theater to get it, but I've read about it. So yeah, it's a sound of like metal on metal, and there's so many theories out there. And I like the the simplest one is it's it was the sound from Iron Man when he was building his suit. It's the exact sound. Just a just a nod back to the the beginning. You know, let's let's just repeat the beginning. No teases of the future. Let's just let's just close it off here. We're not going to tell you what's coming up. We're just going to call it a day. Yeah, and, and it really speaks to what kept all of these movies cohesive was Iron Man. Exactly. Iron Man being in the picture just made the movie what it was, made the 22 films what they were. Without him, I don't think this would have been a success. If that movie did not become a success, 
the Marvel universe as it is today would not have happened. Exactly. So there are many ways to interpret this. This could be like goodbye, uh, Tony Stark. There are people that say, no, he'll be back as a hologram, which he, that's the way it is in the comics. His conscience was downloaded, blah, 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 like a force ghost. Or he could be an AI, what have you. But I think what it means is that the next phase, there needs to be a central character that's going to promote the whole thing. Agreed. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be Tony Stark or somebody else, but. I think they're going to have to get a new one. I think it's going to be somebody brand new that's going to be like the head Avenger. Yeah. I mean, they've got to, they've got several films to do it with. I mean, before you actually get to an Avengers film. So we'll have to see what they do. But yeah, I mean, that was a great ending. The The credits were great. It was just nice to wrap it up like that with a bow on it and say, thank you, fans. Oh, we didn't talk about Thor, though. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about Thor. So th- Thor gives Thor. up new Asgard and gives it to Valkyrie and says, Valkyrie, you're going to take on the running this. And she's like, I got a few ways to change things. Go ahead and change things. But Thor is now part of the Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, and he wants to be in charge, but that's not going to happen. Or as he's calling it, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I love that. Which is an actual comic. Of course it is. It's funny, though, too. Yeah. Um, so I think he's just good. The next movie we see him in is going to be the next Guardian. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that. So, okay, let's talk about our predictions for Phase 4. I mean, we we know stuff is coming out. We know there's going to be a Guardians 3. Yes. We we're going to assume Thor's in it. Do you think Thor's going to get any more films, any more like a Thor four or anything? No, you think I do not. You think they've run the gambit on that? No, no. I think they, they, they intentionally do this. There's always been three of, of single shot movies. There's been three Iron Man's there's been three Thor's there's been three, technically three (laughs) Three, Avengers, three and a half. Yeah. We had extra a little bit. Um, so there won't be a Thor four. They'll okay. be like, whoever is going to be playing the role of Thor, it'll be that person's movie. I'm thinking Valkyrie. Um, yeah, but it won't be a, 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 four, a fourth Thor film. No. I think that it's going to be cool to see him playing along with the Guardians. But what about a Captain a fourth Captain America film with Sam Wilson? No. It's going to be... It's going to be... What's his name? <laughs> Sam Wilson. It's going to... Falcon. Oh, it's going to be a Falcon movie. Okay. So you don't think we're going to get – so do you think any – besides Guardians 3, you don't, you don't think we're going to have any of these other films, ex- excluding Avengers, coming – I think they, they literally – this is the end of their saga. <clears throat> so you're saying we're going to have brand new characters coming, brand new solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they gotta, they're going to build the ground up from after 10 years mm-hmm. and have a new Avengers – by the end of it, because they they had said this is called this is called a saga, so they're going to have the next saga starting up. This is a brand new arc, you know. Right. So, do you besides Thor, do you think anybody else is going to carry over from from this? I mean, I'm I'm assuming Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. I mean, well, they already are... mentioned that um, Captain Marvel is getting a sequel, Black Panther's getting a sequel, uh, Doctor Strange is getting a sequel. But the old, gonna, but out of the old timers, the original Avengers, I guess Thor is the only one that's carrying over. He's like the transitional. No, uh, Black Widow is getting her own movie. Okay, so that's coming up next year. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a prequel. I don't think they can do it any other way. That's the thing. That's the only thing I could think of. How would you? How would you do it any other way? Yeah, 
Um, there's a new like martial arts character, and I can't remember his name, but he's like I don't know. There's gonna be a, a, a Eternals movie coming out in two years. Wow, Angelina Jolie is playing one of them. So interesting. I think it's gonna be more space centric. I think the next group of films is space because they haven't ventured that far out there. We're gonna get. I think we're gonna get some. Uh, Silver Surfer, maybe Fantastic Four, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we have that. So you think they're going to bring in those acquisitions into the MCU? Definitely. Uh, they're going to be better versions well, of that. And and some of the best Fantastic Four comic books are with their friend Peter Parker. So they could bring Spider Man and do a Fantastic Four Spider Man film if Sony will allow them to. <clears throat> well. I would think so, because isn't Fantastic Four now part of Disney? Um, yeah, yeah. So they've, so it, I mean, I think that could happen. Yeah, but we'll have to wait and see. And and speaking of Spider Man, the next film, Far From Home, um, is that going to be post Endgame? Do you believe? Do you think it's like no? It, it is. They've already announced that. <clears throat> oh, they this did. Post Endgame. This is. They they said that film is officially the end of. Of this, but does it take place after Endgame? Is what I was. Do you know? Yes. Okay. Does okay. So it's in 2023. Okay. That that part right there really messed with my mind, and I had to watch some videos to understand it. What they're proposing is that all of Stephen Parker's uh, friends, or as we call him, or we call him Peter Parker in our our our. Oh, sorry, Peter Parker. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, all of his friends were in the snap, and that's how they magically are the same age as him that works it works but i mean like it's just like really all of them were part of the snap okay all of his immediate friends other friends might have you know five years older (laughs) so he's still stuck in high school five years later yeah guess he's not that smart (laughs) yeah anything else you want to talk about i mean we got a lot going on in here I mean, there's so much more. I mean, I don't want to make this this podcast longer to ask me, but yeah. I'll be thinking about this for a while, I think. Oh, it's it's been sitting with me all night and in the morning, and I'm just, yeah, it's, yeah. And I, there's so many articles out there I want to read now after reviewing this because I, I didn't want to taint my opinion so much from other people's thoughts and stuff. Sorry, I'm, I might have spoiled it a little bit. It didn't really spoil it. Um. But yeah, it's really worth watching. I'm going to watch it again probably next weekend. Um, but it was really, really well done. I think it was a good cherry on top of the Marvel shake. You it know? was. It was. Yeah. They could quit now and I'd be happy. They could, yeah. They, that's how good it was. The one thing I felt, though, and let me say this before we get off the off the podcast, is I felt like Captain Marvel was kind of like, forced into the film you know it, it yeah they did the post credit scene last time with the beeper and then it's like we'll give her a film let's make let's make some more money and then while well, we got this character we have to put her in you know it's like i didn't feel like that she she wanted to even have a film they, they should have made her film after avengers endgame <clears throat> um i think there might be that might be a setup for something later maybe there is a Avengers comic where it is the females, all the females. And you remember that nod when all the females showed up, mm-hmm. that is a foreshadowing of what's to come when they have like an all females Avengers movie. Right. I think they call it 
a a team or a a force it's called a force. a force so that's what i think that was yeah but I, but we got we just had a film with her in a, a couple months ago and i'm thinking oh good she's going to be a big part of this film and it's like she wasn't well the thing is this was shot way before they even did captain marvel that's why they couldn't do much with her huh this was shot like more than a year ago yeah. They had not even shot one scene of Captain Marvel because Brie Larson in interview said like, yeah, at that point, I even know who these people were. I was just acting without knowing who my character was. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could have, I would have been happy if they didn't have her at all in this film and they could have just done Captain Marvel the next film in phase four. I think it's the a, a force. They're trying to sow the seeds for what's to come. Well, hopefully they are, and it'll be worth it. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think I've hit all the big bullet points here in my my notes. Um, I did like, I mean, we talked about why they filmed both of these back-to-back, and I, I feel like, and I think you've explained this to me before, it feels like, like the Expendables films, where you get all these big-named actors to have bit roles in it, and they get paid very little just so you can get them all on the screen at once. And I think that's why they filmed them back-to-back, so it's like, Oh, we need you at the beginning, and we're going to need you for like the last scene at the end of the last film. So we're going to film you back to back here. Yeah. Otherwise, this would have been like uh, a three year process. Exactly. You know, they didn't do it this way, and it was better yeah. they did it this way. Right. <sighs> that is all I pretty much have here. Yep. I think we should stop now before we run longer than the movie did. let's do that all right let's do that i want to thank my friend mr brian lee for being here and brian where can we find you online you can find me on twitter or instagram just look for brian says as always check out all our podcasts over at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all your sci-fi goodness you can email us anytime that's uh, sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com or drop a voicemail 774-327-2948 774-32-SAY-IT That's it, my friends, for this special edition of the podcast. And until next time, hope you have a great one. Yeah.